Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, one and all. This is Bites, a show where we talk about what we are watching this week in anime. I am your host, Frank Furter, and with me today, as always, is my co-host, Mama Jamma Baby Handla, Magically Average. Now, today we're going to do a little bit differently. Uh, we are going to go over winter 2022, what we watched, what we thought about the se- uh, shows as a whole, and then kind of go over the season as a whole and what we thought of the season, and uh, just kind of go from there. So we're going to play a little... Uh, quick and loose a little bit not really but you know that's we'll standard for us yeah we are we're, we're always loose with whatever the hell we do the loosest the loosest of buttholes but anyway, you, you know it you know our buttholes super loose oh god just, just like your quick hits i don't know give them to just me. yeah i, I got no transition hits. there i got I, no I, transition I tell. There. <laughs> all right anyway uh ranking of kings weird ending it kind of puttered out in the last two episodes which was a little bit depressing but i could tell they were setting up for the second season or the following seasons basically it ended with it was so annoying dida's like hey i like uh, Miranjo, and i'm also growing as a person so you know what boji you actually deserve to be king because you were next in line so yay boji's king kage his assassin shadow friend is like cool boji's king my work here is done he doesn't really need me anymore because he's king bye he leaves that makes Boji sad. Boji is king. Boji do good job. But then Boji gets sad because Kage not here. And Kage is friend. The queen, Hinling, uh, Hilling, Hilling, she notices Boji's sad. And it's like, you can't be sad. You are king. You have to make people happy. Happy king means happy people. Sad king means sad people. So what and are you going to do? Happy cows come from California. Anyway. <laughs> they, that in, they in fact do. Uh, so Boji's like, hmm, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to give up the throne that I just got after whining and crying when Dida earned it, to now go out and adventure with my friend Kage. So Dida then becomes the king again. Kage is off adventuring and realizes that, hmm, people really don't like him because he's an assassin and people are, are going to hurt him. But lo and behold, who comes to save the day? Boji. You want to know what Boji wants to do? Boji wants to go on an adventure with Kage where they, no joke, create their own kingdom. And that's how the first season ends. Hmm. So basically, the show went from I oh I can't just can't wait to be king to hey you can have the kingship. Yeah, it, I mean it was a it was basically just a story about Boji's growth as a person, like the fact that he earned like he started to get confident in himself and his abilities and grow as a person and grow in strength too because he was basically told Kage like yeah I don't want to be gifted the kingdom, I want to earn it and the best way for me to earn it now is to go out like my father did and create a whole new kingdom and become king. So let's go. Let's start that adventure. <laughs> All right. Oakley Doakley then. Yeah. What was your, what was your, oh, Akabi. I was going to say, what's, what's the other one? The, the most wholesome show ever. It, outside of the anime being probably one of the most beautifully animated shows I've seen, like ever, uh, it, like the story was so freaking good. And you you learn so much in the last two episodes. So, like, the whole time I've been talking about Akabi and how every episode she, like, makes a new friend and learns about someone new in her class or the school or whatever. And you're like, okay, it's getting kind of overdone. But it was 
purposely done this way because we find out in like the second to last episode that she grew up in a school that was just her. She went through her first years of like grade school just by herself in an entire school with one teacher and her. Oof. Yes. So like the whole time she didn't have friends and she didn't know how to like communicate with anyone other than like her teacher and her parents and her little sister. And so there's an episode where they're practicing and getting ready for the sports festival and they're practicing volleyball. And she's like, Hey teacher, you know, is there like old teacher that I know, is it okay if we use your school gym? Cause our school's closed on the weekend. She's like, Oh my gosh, of course I missed you. I can't believe you're going to be bringing (laughs) friends over. Like I'm so happy because we were always so worried for you that you wouldn't have friends because you just grew up isolated basically. And like, they both start crying and I'm like, that's a little sad. Okay. But then this fucking scene they're playing volleyball in the gym and Akabi is like oh I have to go out and use the restroom real quick hang on and she like comes back and she and her teacher is just standing there like jaw on the floor like I can't believe you have so many friends and Akabi looks and her entire class is there and she just starts bawling because it's like in a school where she was all alone by herself for years now is filled with her friends yeah playing volleyball and i'm like oh my heart i'm okay the last last episode is where like they're like throw all of the money that we have remaining into this last like 10 minutes of of one scene where she is doing a dance for their like end of the sports festival celebration party and she's doing a dance to the pop idol that she likes and her friend surprises her by coming on stage and playing the piano part for it and the violin part for it. And so she's dancing. Everything's beautiful. It's recapping all of the different friends she'd made and all the ventures he'd gone on. There's like inner monologuing about how she's grown and how she can't believe she's just gotten here in her life after spending so much time basically like by herself. And then it ends and I'm like, huh? Oh, my emotions. Must recover, but yes, must, it I, it's do. it is a slice of life that really surprised me because I thought it was going to be like very kind of bland and straightforward, like middle school girl makes friends, yay! But it was there was so many different layers to it, and it was so deep and it was incredibly wholesome. But again, goddamn, the animation alone, like you should just go watch it for that. Fair enough. Yeah, no, sounds... I mean, it sounds good. If there... <laughs> I don't think we're going to have an, an off-season no. for a while, but if I ever get the chance to find time to add another show after what, starting and finishing Planets and starting and finishing Bacano, I will definitely watch it. Which that but alone it's... is like... That's going to be quite a task, bud, because we've got we've got some, some quite a few seasons coming up for shows. Oh, I know, but thank God that they're dubbed and I can just throw them in the DVD player at night. But anyway, yeah. that's that's neither this season, it was way in the past. Um, moving right along to kind of just this season and where we're, like, you know, feeling going, we're going to start out with, uh, we've got three shows that we want to review and then kind of do the overview as a whole. We're going to go in order, Bisco, My Dress Up Darling, and Attack on Titan. Why? Because we have the most to say about Attack on Titan, and Bisco and Mud Dead we're both kind of on the same page about, so it would be a little weird to gush over these two shows for that long. I don't know. I mean, we've already done it enough in the other episodes. I mean, yeah. we've also already done it enough on our spare time, too. <laughs> That's, I mean, you're not like, wrong there. Like, outside of this show, he, Ty- <laughs> Magically Average and I are Tyler and I. I, I call you Tyler. It's just it doesn't matter. You're Magically is. Average. What am I? Wait, but hang on. What am I today though? It was too mm. long for me to remember. Mama Jamma Baby Handler. Mama, yeah, the Baby Handler part got me. Um, that yeah, I, I I always like try to throw you off at the very end of them. But anyway, I... <laughs> uh, so let's let's hop right into it. Uh, Sevikui Visco or R- Rust Eater Bisco, if you're going by the English name, apparently. Uh, I ended up, I, we watched this episode actually right after recording with the fellows from Anime Pass or Fail together. We watched the season finale, and I think both of us really enjoyed the season finale, despite how batshit crazy it was. I mean, we predicted what it was going to happen, and 
I definitely yeah. hit the nail on the head of like Pau was gonna be the the governor, and then Bisco. I was and... still holding out hope that it was gonna be the the lady from the brothel. Nah, I nah just, she I don't. Was, she don't leave hoping. that room. She leaves that room. I she know. gets arrested or some shit. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, that's probably accurate. But uh, as a whole, like this show, blew me away. Like I, I have not. <laughs> That was a bad voice crack there. I haven't had this much fun with like an anime, like this batshit crazy of an anime since like the first time watching maybe like Gurren Lagann or like a Kill a Kill. Like I would put it not like on yeah. par with like story wise there. I wouldn't put it on par with that type of show, but I would put it on par with how much fun I had and how entertaining it was. But like story wise, it definitely was lacking. You can see things coming here and there. There were definitely some batshit crazy moments that I wouldn't have predicted, like them going full Attack on Titan, but <laughs> uh, like near the end. But like, there were things about it that I I just I really loved, and that's the writing. Be damned! It didn't have to have the best writing. I just had to enjoy the show, and every episode I left that show just like fuck. I want more. I want to see more of this world. This was fantastic. So, to me, I mean, I gave this a nine. I I had a blast with this show. Yeah. From start to end. Oh yeah. No matter this how show... batshit crazy it was at the end with Bisco coming back alive. What the oh, fuck? Oh yeah. <laughs> but I think I think that plays into it. Like we didn't we didn't even look too far into a lot of those weird what the fuck moments in the show because it, it, it didn't play so much of a factor on the, the entire experience. Right? Like again, to your point, the plot was really simple but everything else about it was chaotic in nature. And, and like, that's, that's the most entertaining piece of it. So yeah, like Bisco dies in rust and melts like the fucking Terminator, but comes back with a glowy right hand and just yeets the giant metal thing out of existence with a bajillion mushrooms. Like you're like, yeah, I, cool. That's par for the course with this show. Like he goes, he it, goes full Don Machi, like hero mode there. <laughs> oh Yeah. Like the bell tolls and he just like is like, well, time to rain hellfire of mushrooms upon you. But it not. A, I mean, I, I can talk more about the show itself. I'm going to give all the props, though, to Studio Oz. This was their first solo project. And yes, like you said, the writing, it wasn't anything to write home about. No pun intended. Like it, it was pretty straightforward. There wasn't a lot of twists and turns and mystery. But that didn't really matter all that much because you were so enthralled with, like, the adventuring, the the just absolutely crazy world that they're living in, all of the different fighting. I mean, every episode had some, like, sort of c combat phase or fighting or just some tension built into it where, like, you weren't in sort of a lull. There was always, you were always moving and always going forward. And so for Studio Oz to be able to like do this on their own and absolutely hit it out of the park, like huge props to them too. But yeah, yeah. I mean, I remember watching the trailer and us being like, dude, this is going to be insane. And it was kind of like our dark horse because we were either like, it's going to be like insane, but crappy, or it was just going to be insane and hella good. And boy, was it hella good. I'm judging you for saying hella, but anywho. Hella. Fuck you. Anywho, um, yeah, no, like I, yeah, we didn't read into it. We didn't really care about the the main, not necessarily main plot. We didn't care about the intricacies and everything, or why things played out this way or that way, or how the fuck they can jump so high, or why, like you know, the, the mushroom protectors were like these super combat beings. Like it was just a fun show. Turn your brain yeah. off. And enjoy what's going on on the screen. You have, like, yeah, you said you nailed it. Like, it had combat. It had, like, intrigue each and every episode. It had its drama each and every episode. And it was, like, every episode really felt resolved by the end of it. Except for, like, the last handful where you had a little bit of cliffhangers. Like, the episode where they eat, or they find the rust worm. And you see Pau confront them being like, we're going to fight. And it's like, well... We got a worm and power. Which one's what's going to happen? Yeah. And like you left a small cliffhanger there. You had the last two episodes with a small cliffhanger. Like there were like minor, like, you know, 
each and every episode ended really well and wrapped up really well, leaving you wanting more rather than having to rely on like, next time on Dragon Ball Z, are they yeah. going to yell or are they going to fight? <laughs> Find out. Like, no, this, this shit was, it was good. It, it was well paced. It, yes. it I, okay. I would say that it did have a little bit of pacing issues, like tiny bit, like they did accelerate things wildly near the end but i feel like it was well paced overall like yeah. the, even with the acceleration it didn't feel off and i would so. be remiss if i didn't mention the fact that the the this i don't know what you would call it the music choreography or the just the overall like sound oh my god yeah sound like, design like i would just say the score the score yes the score everything everything that has to do with sound in this sh- in this anime was stellar like it, it, again it's one of those anime that sort of throws you off in that regard because the the music and everything about it plays so much into each and every episode like it is an integral i mean like <laughs> we were headbanging for like probably the last three episodes from like start to finish because of the music it was just intense it got your blood boiling like you were just you wanted to punch something and i think that that played extremely well into the overall feel and and experience of the of the anime so big props there but yeah i mean like this is an incredible incredible anime also 10 out of 10 sound design for like episode one or two bisco hits the bowling pin oh yeah and and the fucking you hear like a strike a strike (laughs) fucking 10 out of 10 just that alone you didn't like you didn't like pawu who is like one one thousandth the size of the Sujin jumping up and hitting it on the dome oh with her with her like staff and it just going dong and like re- like vibrate like the reverberations. Could, uh, it's so good. <laughs> I could just I could gush. I could gush about this fucking show. It's yeah. it's great. I uh, overall again it's not perfect, so it's not a ten. But I I had so much fun with it that I will give it that nine, despite some of its you know flaws. So yeah. Loved it. Moving on, we are going to talk about arguably, probably both of our favorite show of the season, My Dress Up Darling. What a fucking show, dude. Oh, yes. What a fucking show. And I'm going to start off real quick because there has been a lot of, I don't even want to say controversy, but you know, with, with it wrapping up, people are starting to come out and be like, was it really that good? Or are people just loving it because it's so like fan service or so etchy and this i don't know who the content creator was and i wish i could give them all the credit in the world because they made a fantastic video where they're like hey listen we need to differentiate between etchy and fan service etchy is my dress up darling because etchy plays into the story it plays into the anime it is an integral part of it for reasons built into how the plot progresses or like how the characters develop or whatever it might be like etchy does not mean it's like over the top pervy or whatever fan service is directed towards yeah we're just gonna throw in some random like horniness just because it doesn't like it doesn't have any value yeah like maroko chan that's a perfect example like there's there's no value in like portraying the characters in a certain fashion or certain way to like the story or anything else it's just for the viewers to be like ooh la la like that's fan service my dress up darling is etchy and it is the epitome of what a good show can be when it has this much you know etchiness <laughs> like built into it i wouldn't it. say etchy like i feel like but... they blended the etchy into the story so well that it didn't really bug majority of people i would say yeah. probably the only episode that would have was the sex motel episode but, but like even so even that episode and, and this is wrapping into my overall thoughts of the show too like even that episode spoke volumes to like what cosplaying is like the, the entirety of my dress up darling is this is cosplaying this is what it goes into making a cosplay performing in your cosplay you know going out and 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 going to conventions as a cosplayer like this is cosplay and so, yeah, there's super awkward moments where, like, you're, you wanted to be as busty as your character, so you threw on two bras and you're going to explode. There's 
weirdness of like, let's find a good studio to shoot in. Oh, I saw reviews online. This one's great. Spoiler alert. It's a love hotel. Like it's stuff that you, when you look at it, you're like, okay, is it uh, exaggerated? Maybe, but like that's cosplaying. Like this, this is pretty accurate to what would likely go into cosplaying. So it fits perfectly into that theme of, Hey, you know, we're not trying to like over sexualize or, you know, be super aggressively horny or whatever about these characters. Like this is just cosplaying lifestyle. And I, and I like the fact too, that the author of the manga, she goes and actually like researches places that like sells cosplay material. Like she goes around to like different conventions and like talks with cosplayers. She tried cosplaying herself. Like she's fitting into that role because, and and you see it in the show because she wants to really showcase and highlight like what, cosplaying is all about so i think my dress up darling again like as a cosplaying show is fantastic as just an anime if you're looking at like the animation the characters the story holy crap is it just absolutely wonderful yeah it's uh, um i don't know if you're necessarily gonna put numbers on it but because i pretty much rate everything i watch on now i I'm probably a little lenient when it comes to giving out tens. I probably have a little more than most people. Yeah, I saw I your list, one, sir. I, gave, I gave this one a ten. I did. I, from top to bottom, beginning to end, and everything in between, there wasn't a... Well, I guess there was one singular thing that I was like, this is a little awkward, but okay. That being the whole makeup incident of covering your whole body, but that's whatever. It is what it is. They did Whatever. I enjoyed the living shit out of the show. I loved this show. I like a good rom-com. I like a good slice of life. This is this is how you fucking do it. This is oh, yeah. just the epitome. Like even I don't watch a lot of etchy stuff. Like I do watch Food Wars because I love Food Wars. That's probably about as etchy as I get. But like I love this and the etchiness of the show really didn't all too bother me too too much. Like it wasn't like it wasn't out there just to be out there. It wasn't being fan service. It wasn't yeah. doing weird shit just to be weird. It played into the character, played into their roles. Like, it, this show was a 10. If you, if it's yeah. not a 10 to you, that's fine. That's your opinion. To me, it was a 10. This is my show of the season. I fell in love with this show. I absolutely, like, I, I think because I'm on a kick of fucking slice of life's right now and just yes other things that this that yes. plays maybe a little bit into it join the, the dark side dude i've been in the dark side longer than you <laughs> that sounds very eerie and i don't want to dive have deeper we do have cookies that is we true we do have cookies but um no back to the show i yeah we could gush about this show over and over again there we talked about as soon as the we both watched the episode that i had one idea like th- it had the perfect ending it had the both of them going to bed on their phones talking to each other waiting for one of them to fall asleep while the other you know is being comforted and when gojo falls asleep that's when freaking kitagawa is like i love you and what would have made it like it was a perfect ending it was like hey she finally is just like he didn't she didn't necessarily say it to his face but she said it to him and that's like a first step but also i told you tyler and i was like what would have made this like even more above and beyond perfect and could have set up such a funny freaking arc afterwards would have been or even just like a funny ending of like why'd you wake me up is if half conscious gojo or like, you know, half asleep, you know, right about to fall asleep, Gojo just replies back, I love you too. And then Kitagawa just freaking the fuck out and just yelling and waking up Gojo and being like, oh, what's wrong? What's wrong? And then just yeah. like roll credits. Like that to me would have been the perfect ending on top of already a perfect end. Like the way they did it was great. It was perfect. It was good. If they had done it the other way too, I would have enjoyed it as well. I thought it would have been a funny edit to that or like you know the alternate ending whatever but yeah the show is phenomenal oh yeah absolutely phenomenal and it like to to your point just 
to kind of again wrap up the ending too i i appreciate the way they ended it because this show does have moments where it is i don't want to say serious but you know there there is like that emotional tension between gojo and kitagawa and like trying to grapple with their feelings right and then there's obviously like all the comedic parts and the lightheartedness and humor of it so i like the fact that when it ended it was that very serious emotional part because it was the first time she had expressed her feelings out loud. Everything else was like inner monologuing of, OMG, 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 I, I love him. I love him so much. But this was the first, <laughs> this was the first time she finally like came to terms with her emotions and was like, no, I, I love you. And I'm going to yeah. say it out loud. Like it's over the phone. It's not, we're not in person. I, you're also sleeping. Cause I hear you snoring. Like I get it. But her being able to say it out loud, like, what an emotional impact that is. And it's like such a great way to end that episode too, because it was a lot of like lightheartedness at the beginning with them watching the horror movies and Gojo basically being like super analytical and tried to like figure out like, Oh, what, what art styles do they use? Or how do they pan the camera like this way and, and, and focus the shots like this. And meanwhile, Kitagawa is just shitting her pants. Like how the fuck are you even watching this? Like, Oh, (laughs) there's a lot of humor in the first part, but then, to end it in that manner is like oh god what a a, like the most perfect ending for the most perfect show yeah and uh and you already said it to me but i love you too bro and i love you so much for the fact that you actually caught up on this next show for me to endure (laughs) you're just saying because you are apologizing the absolute travesty (laughs) that was attack on titan season four part two Oh my god. Where where do you want to even fucking begin about So this? I I want to start with not related well it's related to the show but not about the the show itself. How as a studio well, and it's I'm not even blaming Mappa. I'm blaming the Attack on Titan crew. Whatever they're calling themselves the the, the, people, the Attack the, on Titan the, the license holder. Yes, correct. How in the shit do you say hey we're delaying our final episode because we're going to be at a convention. It's Anime Japan. It's one of the biggest anime conventions in Japan. And we have a panel there. So we're going to delay our final episode because that we're presenting on Sunday. Uh, so bear with us. Everyone's like, cool. Expectation? They're going to announce a movie. They're going to announce this third season, God forbid. There's going to be something big. For them to delay an episode because they're at a convention, it has to be something and big enough to where it would warrant delaying the season finale by a week. Anime Japan comes around. Attack on Titans up. They announce three things. Two Blu-ray DVD releases and a panel to talk about the season finale. That's it. Hold my beer. Fa- fast forward. <laughs> Oh, oh! Don't that, worry. That didn't, that didn't come through bit. the microphone, but I just opened a beer. That's <laughs> just so we're, let's let's we're gonna need one or two of these. I'll do the sound effect. Uh, hold my beer. That's the fizz. Um, fast forward to this last Sunday, hours before the episode drops. Big news. There's part- a part three. How? How in the world can you bring your fans and drag them through the fucking mud for the for you to just go, hey, BT Dubs, there's a part three and the kicker, 2023 release. We're not even gonna give definitive dates. We're not even gonna tell you if it's gonna be winter, spring, summer, fall. 2023. Could be a year, could be a little bit more than a year, could be almost two years. Never know. Till later. But yeah. guess what? Part three. How in the fuck? Can you do that to a fan base that has been so loyal for the insane? I mean, this has been going on for since what? 2012, 2012, right? Uh, I'll look it up while you keep. I believe 2012 is when the anime first started. Like, again, we all knew by episode seven, eight of the season. Like, we all knew that there was going to be, this wasn't the finale. Like there was going to be something else at the end. We assumed it was a movie because it's like, how much more can you fit in? Like the rumblings already begun. We're starting to get our, you know, plan in place for how to stop Aaron. Like things were already in motion. Granted the season was so fucking slow that it moved around at a snail's pace, but 
the dominoes had started to fall. Like it, it was happening. 2013, by the way. Continue. 2013. I was a year off. Shoot. That's fine. I just Continue. it 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 bl- but it blows my mind seeing online too how people are like people are like yeah fuck yeah part three yeah let's go woohoo let's do it and granted I'm not one of those diehard from the start fans I I did watch season one when it came out and I watched part of season two I just I can't imagine sitting here being like what I thought this was the finale I thought this was it you how do you tell us hours before the last episode that we've got to wait more a year or more for the actual finale now there's a part three like how it it, i'm i'm completely baffled at yep attack on titan and how everything progressed i mean this season to to sum up this season it's a filler season the season's filler outside of the first five episodes outside of the first five episodes these last what seven episodes you could have absolutely all of the story that was in season four part two you probably could have condensed into seven episodes maybe probably eight you probably would have done eight episodes which would have left you with four episodes to finish out a show which is the rumbling which i don't know how long that could act that will actually take but the matter and the fact is from what i hear there's maybe 15 chapters left maybe 10 10 to 15 somewhere in that if that that's not a season that's not a fucking season no because usually shows run through maybe two two and a half chapters an episode theoretically oh yeah easily you you, if you do two and a half episodes or two and a half chapters per episode that's fucking four episodes if it's 10 chapters you're done you could have easily fit this in but no you didn't so I wouldn't say that it was a filler season just for the fact that they did every episode was plot, but that plot was drawn way the fuck out to where it felt like it was filler. I can understand you saying that it was filler. It's just it was too drawn out for it to actually be that. So well, let me so let me let me just correct myself then. It wasn't filler. It was a placeholder for season three. I mean this this season, I would even argue, because I, I agree with you, like it, it did have purpose in the sense that it was building on the plot. And yes, they very much stretched it out over the last seven episodes. I would argue, though, that if you looked at parts one and two as a whole and really dug deep into, OK, what are the core episodes? What are the episodes that really drove home the plot, that really progressed the story and move this forward? You could you could eliminate parts one and two and just make those 24 episodes into one season i would argue that you could scrunch together parts one and two into one season and have it not feel rushed have it not feel rushed you okay i would disagree with that i would say a good solid you could fit the two into probably 16 to a short two seasons like a 16 episodes to 20 episodes at max 20 i i don't know dude i there are elements of this all of season four where i think just at, at when you're this far along just it's not needed i know i was the the person for so long being like i want to know about annie where the fuck's annie she's been gone since season one her comeback lasted an episode and a half and was shit scrap it the episodes it where they're fucking camping the episodes where they're camping pie. yes exactly scrap it like there there are so many pieces to, and, I, and I bet if we rewatched all of season four so far, we could be like, okay, cut this, cut that, cut this. It's just my argument is that, like, it felt like this was the plan all along. Like, they knew, hey, that's going to be three parts. We're just not going to say that. <laughs> it's going to be a mystery. And it's just such a shitty feeling watching through this season because we knew, again, we knew by episode seven or eight, like, there's something else. Like, it, it's painfully obvious there's going to be something else at the end and for them to come out hours before the episode drops to be like part three what a horrible horrible feeling to be a fan and just be like god it felt like i was just fucking used like i was just a cheap whore fucking used and thrown out tyler you were the definition of five dollar sucky sucky i am you can find me at the five and below baby ayo what is it? Anything but there's there's like a there's like a swimsuit shop called Anything But Water, or Everything But Water. 
Is, is that really what it's called? I think so. There's a shop called Everything But Water, some shit like that. I don't know. I like it. I think it was by episode six, which was we talked about this pre, uh, just briefly before the show. Uh, episode six, Thaw, where it ended. You know, it was the episode where they kill all the Titans in the city, yeah. and that's when Annie thaws out. It was at that's that. When the moment. rumbling happens too, right? That's yep. when. Yeah. I think it was after. Actually, no. Sorry, it was sunset. It was the episode after where I had a bad feeling that it was going to continue on after the season, and then once the next episode happened pride when so like this would be five episodes left or pride would be episode five with four left mm-hmm. i knew right then I, like we talked about it on the podcast earlier this season we're like this is an ending there's gonna yeah. be a movie or something to finish it off i don't know at what point in time if it was pre-production and before the season that they decided that they were gonna have a part three or if it was when they got their contracts with the tv uh companies to where they only had x amount of episodes that they can go through that's when they found out or if it was like we got to episode three and they're like guys if we want to do this right now and avoid a game of thrones type situation we need more time to tell our story and they decided green light let's go just do a third part just stretch it out and they added on on episode seven and on or whatever it was i don't know at what point it was but i i am 100 percent agreement i the reason i'm the most upset about this show and this season is for the fact that there was a lack of communication to a fan base whether you're working professionally whether you have a friendship or hell you're even talking in a fandom Communication's key. It just in general, everyday life, communication in and just showing your intentions and showing like you're only as good as your word. And no word in pulling this shit and pulling the rug off out from underneath it. I won't say that they pulled the rug out from underneath us. They they kind of fall into the Cyberpunk 2077 problem. In which that is they built this season up this part two up to be the final part the final season and they're like hey guys part two it's it's finally you know we're gonna do it and everybody from there media people like everyday joes fans fanatics everybody rolled with it they're like this is it yeah we're gonna finally finish this show it's been what 2013 plus two so seven plus two nine years it's been nine years since this show started we're finally gonna get the ending we deserve they are just like cd project red in which they let all of us believe that this was going to be something amazing this was going to be the end and they let us build this up in our brains and in our minds and on social media and everywhere else in the fucking water cooler And they could have at any single point, whenever they found out that there was going to be a part three, deflated that balloon and just say, hey, guys, we like we have to have a part three in order to tell the story we want to tell. We've learned from other, you know, we've learned from other TV shows or we've learned from movies or we've learned from this or that. Whatever lesson you fucking learned, you need to tell us, be like, hey, there's no good time to tell you this. So we're going to tell you now up front, because the more you wait, the more you put off bad news, the more upset people are going to be. And that's why I'm upset at this show and this season specifically, because this season could have been very good. If they had wrapped it up, caught all the fucking filler in between like episodes, I think it was like six and on with all the bullshit dialogue and bullshit tr- like travel fucking scenes and everything else, if they had cut out the the fucking fat of this show they could have told the, i have a feeling they could have told this story very well instead they they delayed until two hours before the last episode dropped they didn't even t- fucking you you hit you said it again they were supposed to be at, they were at japan uh anime japan they had the biggest stage in anime fandom and didn't do shit with it. They did nothing. 
everybody was expecting it. Everybody was on pins and needles from from fucking Japan to America to Europe, everywhere. There wasn't a single soul that is a fan of this show that knew that they were there. They were all waiting and watching. They were all ears fucking just they had everybody's attention and they squandered it with such such fucking bullshit of just here's two dvds you guys are gonna really love the touch-ups we did on this one baby oh yeah and by the way here's a panel fuck what fuck right on off you give us this bullshit i for all intents and purposes i'm just gonna get it out there there are things that i do genuinely like about this season I gave this a five because there are episodes that I do genuinely like, which are all about the paths and Thaw. Everything after Thaw. So basically two brothers of Thaw. That's four episodes out of 13 or 12. Yeah. Like, you're giving me a show where I'm only enjoying four episodes. I'm spending my time, my Sunday afternoon, to give you my attention. And you're just going to just blatantly do some bullshit that you know is going to suck, but you're going to delay it until the last fucking possible moment. No, I ain't buying your fucking DVDs. I've never bought one to begin with. I ain't buying your fucking merchandise that comes out. I don't fucking care anymore. And I'm sure shit, not buying the fucking manga and reading ahead as to what the fucking ending is. I ain't even going to fucking pirate that bullshit. I'm, very upset at this show i've contained myself a lot i've contained i've i've did like a small small twitter rant but when i found out about this i was with sam and i was like sam i'm furious right now i am so upset and she's like what and i was and i explained it to her she's like oh i don't care like she does not care about like anime she doesn't care about manga she likes the fact that i read with her so that's fine it is what it is but she doesn't give a rat's ass about anime but she enjoys that I, she likes that I like something. I like it. It gives me happiness. Yeah, you're passionate when I told about her, it. Yeah. When I told her how upset I was at this and what they did, she was like, that is some fucking bullshit. It doesn't matter what type of fandom you're a part of, what type of job you're a part of, what type of friendship you're a part of. Communication is key. And the fact that there was zero here is absolutely appalling. It is so fucking heartbreaking. It hurts. To say, like, I see you go back to past episodes before this season. I was singing praises of fucking Attack on Titan. I had you watch it so I could sit through some bullshit of Overlord. I'd rather sit through some bullshit of more <laughs> bullshit of Overlord than watch this shit again. The season four, part two was bad. I gave it a five out of ten because I genuinely enjoyed four episodes. The rest was not very good. In my opinion, the animation, sure, whatever. No, not even the animation. Fuck the animation. The animation was fine, but you had fucking black line. What was this black line bullshit? I like yeah. what art style bullshit was this? Did they just like halfway through the fucking show be like, Dread and oh, anguish. we gotta add more black lines? That's what they'll really enjoy. Oh boy. <laughs> no, what the fuck was that? And then like this show was so memeable. This show is more memeable than fucking Demon Slayer. This show is more memeable than fucking the etchy fucking show of My Dress Up Darling. This show is me- more memeable than fucking t- <laughs> 24th okay, Ward, 24th Tokyo Ward. 24th Ward, <laughs> which has the most bullshit beginning episode I have ever seen outside of maybe one show from this season, the fandom show or whatever the horse show that is. Oh, I watched episode oh, one. No. Let's, we're not going to go into it. I ain't watching that show again. <laughs> you gave us such hopes and you could have at any point before the last episode told us and pop that balloon just a little bit and just say hey guys in order for us to do what we want to do we have to do this that's fine give us the bad news before give us the bad news early in advance so we can prep ourselves and be like okay do i want to watch this now or do i want to watch it later in anticipation of season three because keeping up with any and all of this information for a fucking year plus maybe is like a full-time fucking job granted we've eliminated a bunch of characters and whatnot sort of not really 
there are still the Jaegers. There are still the fucking Marlins. There's still the fucking Eldians. Or, yeah, Marlins? Marlins? Is it Marlins? Yeah. Marlins, Eldians, Jaegers, fucking Stampede of Swimming Titans, which we're not going to go into that bullshit. We're not even going to talk about the episode. We're not even going to talk about that fucking bullshit. You've still got so many fucking parties and so much information. Like, keeping up with any and all of this is a full-time fucking job and you expect us to do it again wait at minimum a year i understand it's because mappa has taken on a shit ton of projects that's that's fine that's a-okay hell put this before some of the projects you haven't even announced dates i'm sure you have contracts that'd be like hey you have to have it out by this time delay it those projects until the last possible moment and fucking push this out because everybody's waiting for this I ain't fucking wasting a cent or a single moment more of my time trying to figure out what the fuck is going on in this show because of how you treated your fans and communicating to them. I'm I'm done. I'm done talking about this show. The show's this season, this episode, this fucking part two of season four is a five to me. It is below mid, to, in my opinion. A five is a 50, and in the United States, that's a fucking F. Go fuck yep. yourself, Attack on Titan Season 4 Part 2. I'm, I just, I'm done. I've gotten just mad. To say I'm mad. I'm mad. <laughs> I know. Do you, do you want to go on mute for a second? I'll, I'm going to wrap up my thoughts and you can angry yeah, you yell into the void. Yeah, you wrap up your thoughts and then we'll, we'll, go into, uh, we'll go into our overall thoughts of the season. Yeah. I just... Because I know a lot of people are going to be... Already are coming out on Twitter and there's obviously a lot of fans that are still love this season and... I can't fathom why. Like, I, it's whatever. It's your opinion. It's your feelings. I get it. I am just sick and tired of hearing people say, well, you should just read the manga. You would know about the ending in the manga. Like, if you just learned the... Bo- Shut up. Shut the hell up. That's not the point of my anger. I mean, you said it the best, Frank. Like, the biggest problem with this season was that it wasn't good. Top that off with the fact that the AOT studio, the AOT team was like, hey, we're going to get on the biggest stage in Japan for anime, say literally nothing, and then announce two hours ahead of our episode that there's a part three. Granted, again, we already expected a continuation of some form. Like We, ass- we assumed it was a movie. Yeah. We assumed there was going to be something at the end. But that, like, even though we knew there was something more... The point is that you can't have the studio making it sort of drag you along and tease you. And, and again, like you had said, tell you from the start, this is it. This is fi- the finale. We are wrapping shit up. All of the fans being like, I can't believe this is it. I have to grapple with my feelings of having this show end and what a perfect show it was. I can't believe I'm going to be going out the rest of my life without any more new Attack on Titan. That was said from the beginning of this season preparing myself for the end of attack on titan everyone was saying it and so for you to then go let's fucking use that to our advantage and just drag everyone just tease them along come on follow us you're almost there we're wrapping it up what's aaron gonna do is mikasa gonna save him what's gonna happen to the titans to then just go psych part three bottle those emotions up because you got to wait another year to a year and a half for you to finally get closure on this show. Like, oh, God. You want to you you just like irredeemable. a teeny tiny... You want a teeny tiny bit more salt in the wound? Go for it. Imagine you are an anime-only person. You're so psyched. You know that this is going to be the last episode, but you have no clue. Or, sorry, you have no clue that this is the last episode of the season you think that it's just going to keep continuing and then it just says to be continued at the end of the episode no 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 next week no nothing no see you in part three just to be continued you couldn't have even just said see you in part three you couldn't have done anything it's just to be continued and it's just like wait what i gotta hop online and now actually do some research as to what's going on yeah i don't know i'm and the the way they treated their fans in this fandom is deplorable with like even if they didn't say that this was the final season they saw they sure shit saw all the hype online that this is it this is oh. this is the ending this is the final part 
oh boy, and they could have stopped it at any point, and they didn't. Yeah, no doubt. And and for any of you out there that are, would be like, well, they might not have known. I mean, like, Mappa's got a lot of projects. They have Chainsaw it's Man coming Mappa's out control. and blah, 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 blah. I know, exactly. Like, fucking grow up first off. It's not their control. If you don't think that the AOT team used all of that hype and all the anticipation of this being the finale to their advantage to just slowly, slowly wait as long as they fucking could until the very last second to announce part three, then you are absolutely just ignorant it, like to to the umpteenth degree like your ignorance is beyond comprehension because it is so grossly negligent on the part of the studio to just use that to their advantage and completely blindside everyone with this last second announcement i just it's it is awful it, it's truly yep. awful i mean again i'm gonna watch it i'm gonna watch season three i gotta have the closure am i gonna is am i gonna be really really fucking angry at the beginning yeah probably am i gonna have high hopes for how the season's gonna progress not after this last season hell no I'm, am i I've, gonna I've... watch it to its completion yeah yeah i'm this far in you've you've fucked me over so many times that yeah you might as well do it one last time for me to just get that closure yeah no, I, I I agree. I just want closure at this point. Fuck, if I see a spoiler online that that spoils it, cool. I won't watch the last season. Whatever. Yeah. I'm I'm I think I was again. I I praised this show to begin with. I didn't enjoy like I enjoyed part one. Okay, I thought it was the weakest link of all of Attack on Titan. Well, okay. That's that's not true. Part one of season two was the weakest link, yeah, and then part say. one, part one of season four was just downright similar. But to just do back to back bullshit like that is just kind of just it sucks, and I'm and it's I'm done defending this show. Like you, you had been picking on me all season. Like just because half of a fucking season is bad does not make it a good season. I mean, yeah. No, it doesn't make it a good show overall or whatever, like if bits and parts of it are. At this point, I'm I'm in agreement. Like this show it has really fucking good highs. When it is high, it is soaring to the moon, baby. Yeah. No, but when it is agree. low when it is low, you are in fucking hell's ninth circle if there are nine circles. I don't know if there's nine or seven or whatever the fucking lowest circle <laughs> you can the... be in of of hell's circles. I don't want to go Dante's Inferno on you, but whatever the last fucking circle of hell is, that's that's where they've taken me. I feel like just not in the sense of just like the show itself wasn't good this season, but also just the way they treated us, the way the executives handled this situation. I'm I'm done defending the show. AOT if can I, be if summarized. I enjoy, yeah, if I enjoy part three, great. I enjoyed part three. But part one and two is going to leave the sourest taste in my fucking mouth. I'd rather suck on a pickle out of a yeah. bag at an amusement park. <laughs> AOT can easily be summarized as inconsistency. Like, it is the epitome of inconsistency. Now the question is... You have is, those highest highs, the lowest yeah. lows. It's just, it's too much of, it's too much of a ride. It, it's, it's just a lot to handle. God, I won't, I will say... This is being handled, and somehow I'm about to say this, this is remarkably being handled better than fucking Never, Promise Neverland Season 2. That's all I'll say. Oh, yeah. Anywho, I'm just going to forever rub that salt in that wound. I'm, I hope they redo <laughs> it. I really hope they redo Promise Neverland. Just give us a Season 2, like, redux. <laughs> yeah. Season but, um, 2 version redo. Yeah, right. Fucking hell. Season two, Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> <laughs> I like that title more. I oh, like that title. God. All right. <laughs> Winter 2022 is in the books, ladies and gentlemen, and everybody else. What do we do? We want to put like a letter grade on it. Do we want to give it a number? Do you have let's any? Do, let's do a letter grade. Let's do a letter grade. This Only because be... I think you're going to be surprised with mine. I think you're going to be surprised. Okay. I'm giving this a C plus. 
Oh, never mind. You won't be surprised. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm I'm giving this a C plus because uh, it's it's a little bit of a bias C plus. You could do a C C plus B minus because looking ahead and seeing how much incredible shit we're getting and comparing this to the rest of 2022, this is the weakest fucking season we are getting all year. Yeah. And and if that's the case, you have to have a letter grade appropriate to your weakest link. This show this season, I only finished a handful of shows. I only finished Demon Slayer, which that's a show that happened this year. It was only eleven episodes and it started early. So it's like people forgot maybe that Demon Slayer Entertainment District was this year. I enjoyed the shit out of that. I gave that a nine. I watched My Dress Up Darling, which was a ten. Fucking Attack on Titan, a goddamn five. And Sabikui Bisco, a nine. Technically, you can count, um, not gentlemen, but fucking, what's it called? Salaryman's uh, Club? Salaryman's Club. You yeah. can consider it a spring show or a fall sh- or a winter show. Some people have it in sp- or spring. Some people have it in winter. It's okay. But I yeah, consider it anime. technically, yeah, it's a, sp- it's not even, like, it's a sports, sports anime, business. but it's like, it's a blend anime. It's sportsy. Yeah. It's sporty. But like. You look outside all of that and everything you've talked about, aka Akabi and fucking Ranking of Kings, you have one other show that's in the eights, or sorry, two other shows that are in the eights on my anime list. Neither of them are appealing to us because one's a season three of a show that we have yet to watch, and yep. the other is a, is it Yaoi or is it uh, whatever the, what's Boy Love? Oh, I think yeah, is it Yahweh? Yahweh? Yeah, yeah, we. Sasaki Sasaki Tumiano. Um, yes, that was the only. That was another eight. Oh, I guess a season two of Vanitas No Carte Part Two. Whatever, whatever the fuck that is. Oh, the case study of Vanitas or sure whatever. that got a, that got a, an eight point one nine. Like there were only a handful of sh- like granted like it's hard to crack an eight, but like only a handful of shows did it this season and. We watched two of them. Yeah. Well, technically, we watched three of them, but we don't agree with one of them. (laughs) There was just a bunch of just, like, overall blessed shows. Like, you had a handful that were in the sevens, and then everything else falls into six or below. Like, there was a lot of shows in the six. Remember we talked about, like, the fucking... You talked about it episode one. It was uh, Love of Kill. That fucking ended at a 6.87. Yeah. Like... Police in a Pod was a 7.15. Like, just the season overall, if you're taking everything into an account that we didn't watch, like, it was just fine. It was an okay season. This is going to be the weakest season we get all year. So I'm giving it, like, a a very low B minus, a very very low B minus to a mid C, C plus. Like, it's, it was okay. There were only a handful of shows I was interested in, and one of them, sorely disappointed yeah i i would give it a b minus but my analysis is slightly different i'm going to keep it within the realm of spring and say the reason why i'm giving it a b minus is because the shows that we expected to be good were good demon slayer was good my dress up darling was good for me akabi like akabi was on my list as being like this is going to be a really good show to me it was really good again the story and animation alone are superb and we had high hopes. Again, it was the season finale for Attack on Titan. That utterly failed. The only, like, dark horse was Bisco because we just, we watched the trailer and we were like, again, this could be great. It could be sucky great. We just have no clue. It's, it's sort of an enigma because there's nothing much, from, there's nothing from the studio. We don't have anything to base it on. It's a shot in the dark. And it excelled. Yeah. So it's it's hard to judge this season any better than like like you said like a C plus or a B minus because yeah taking into consideration what we have in the following seasons I mean this is definitely the weakest but keeping it with just just within spring the shows that did well did well outside of Attack on Titan and everything else was just meh it it yep. went along with expectations so there wasn't enough wow factor to bring it anywhere above like just a sort of average grade. Yeah. 
No, I agree. And it's it's really hard not to compare it to what we're getting because like I feel like every single day for the past two weeks we've been getting dates for shows coming out in spring and shows coming out in summer and heck even some coming out in fall. Like it's it's really hard not to just look ahead and be like, Man, wow, I am so excited for this. Like I'm so much more excited for this one specific show coming in a later date this year than I am for any of the shows we just watched maybe other than my dress up darling like i am excited for at least six shows probably probably more than i was for any of the shows that happened this season other than my dress up darling yeah no i i mean i will say if if aot would have finished and it and it finished in in an immaculate fashion i think my grading would be different. And I think my overall outlook on this season would be different. Cause I think yeah. you would, you would view winter as being sort of like, man, what a high it leaves you off on. Let's see if spring can match that and keep it going. Right. Instead like that would have, it just, it just places a bar. So f- not so low, but it just places a but, bar low that it's like, okay, spring is definitely going to be better. Yeah. Unless somehow shows are mismanaged again and just get, fucking shit on we i mean you and i as getting into manga like we know a few shows that are coming out next season and where exactly they are gonna go yep and like that's that's seeing that vision and like if it lives up to that it's gonna be like great this was phenomenal i expected this this is i'm so happy while as some of the shows that we watch now, it's just like we didn't know any of the source material until this season. So it's it's still really difficult to compare, but it's also just like one of those things like sp- spring, like you have a low bar to cross. And even then, it's just like it's going to be difficult for you to fuck it up with what you have. I mean, and to your points, too, about us reading some of the the manga for shows that are coming out soon i mean that only heightens our expectations and and raises the bar for us in terms of like what quality we're expecting from it so for us to still have that much of a high and 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 that much of of a higher like just grade in general for the shows coming out means that we have a lot of faith that these shows are going to be as good as we expect them to be so yeah, I, I mean, and that plays into this season because Demon Slayer, you know, the first season was it was good. It wasn't fantastic. It wasn't bad. It was good. It's pretty. Mugen Train, <laughs> we have differing opinions on. So yeah, we were like, okay, it, it, <laughs> like there wasn't much for it to like have to live up to. Like it, it, it really just had to basically match season one and be slightly better for it to be like, you know, good, and it, and it, it killed it. Mud Dud absolutely annihilated all expectations it was perfect bisco again as the dark horse fucking superb akabi ranking of kings yes like it, it just it, we came in with such like little to no expectations that the shows that did well again they did well and the shows that didn't didn't but for the rest of the year it's like <laughs> like i mean to call out certain shows like spy family don machi for me overlord four we've got my hero academia season six like high high bars based on where they left off and what our expectations are and yet we still view winter as being just meh yep yeah and i mean you can throw more shows in there you can do kaguya sama season three you can oh my god yeah i mean summertime tons. rendering you can I mean, fucking bleach is coming back I, granted I'm, <gasps> i've never watched an episode of bleach <gasps> like even, wait huh yeah oh no I haven't we need watched, to have a conversation. I've watched, so of the big three, I think I've watched maybe like five episodes of One Piece out of our order. So it doesn't matter. One Piece is yeah. But I've never like I've never watched Naruto. I've never watched Bleach. I've never really gotten into One Piece. Like I've never gotten into right. the big three. My saucy take for the last bits of this episode: I feel like Bleach is superb compared to Naruto and One Piece. Even I've though there are two full. There are two full-ass seasons of filler, and that's not a joke. They are filler seasons. It is still a far better show just based on the fact that it is one complete and, and somewhat, like, consistent throughout. Uh, but just, I mean, the characters alone are just far more interesting than anything in Naruto or One Piece. 
Well, there you have it. Some sort of hot take. Who knows? Big maybe you agree. Maybe you don't. I don't know. But I've been reading Soul Eater. I've finally caught up to what they've released Yay. on the Perfect Editions. And I'm in love. I love it. And I hear the anime is not as good compared to it. And I'm just like, cool. Maybe I don't need to watch it. Who knows? Eh, it's fun. But we appreciate you watching us. Uh, come to our Twitter, at Bakako Podcast. Tell us why we're absolute trollolololols for giving this season a B- and a C+. Tell us why we should still defend Attack on Titan, because I'm done. I'm done defending it. If you give us a good reason, maybe. But yeah, good luck <laughs> it's with gonna that. Be good luck with that one. But uh, at our Twitter, we have some links as to where to find us, where to get in contact with us. We have our email address, our Discord, and everything else in between. Um, and as a reminder, we do record these episodes on Mondays, sometimes Tuesdays, starting anywhere between 7 and 7.30 p.m. Central Time on my channel at Frankfurter on Twitch. So until next week, which we will start talking about spring 2022 next week. So until Woo! next time, Spark Triumph, we'll see you then. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Baka! Baka na no.